Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Murph. How are you, mate? Hi. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, uh, that's okay, mate. I was, just, I, I was talking to Scott McLaughlin and Scott Dixon yesterday, who are both in, in town, and I, I, I wanted your thoughts on this one. Normally, Scott Dixon doesn't say too much and doesn't isn't isn't doesn't chase things, right? He's never been open about chasing numbers, chasing records. But he said to me yesterday, made it quite clear he wants to chase that record equaling seventh championship. Does that surprise you? Uh, no, I, I think um, I think based on you know just the fact that he is still showing such amazing performance and speed and control and consistency. Um, I think he's probably, you know, he might have just been, re- you know, uh, checking that through the last 12 months and he still realises that he's still got a lot to offer and a lot of speed, so why not have another crack? I mean, who knows? I mean, I, who knows how much longer he keeps going, but as long as he's still loving it, enjoying it, and has the passion to, to break records, then bloody hell, why not? Yeah, well, he well, he admitted yesterday he's now the all-time lap leader in the Indy 500. Wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> there's a stat for you. Yeah, how, um, yeah, how about that? That that came off yeah. the bat. I went going. Hang on, is this Scott Dixon we're talking about? You know, a record keeper. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, there you go. We've never asked the question before, and as he's as he is still amassing these numbers, then yeah. um, you know that's obviously something that's driving him and show showing that you know there's no no reason to to back off, which is bloody awesome. So let's talk about the IndyCar series, because you and I both love the IndyCar series, and it gets a little more exciting with Marcus Armstrong joining Chip Ganassi Racing for the road and street courses next year. But back in back in this year, I was just looking at now, Will Power won the championship, right? But he only ever mm-hmm. won a sole race. Joseph yeah. Newgarden won five races and couldn't get the job done. Yeah, but that's sometimes the way it happens. I mean, if you look at um, Will's records and we did discuss it earlier in the year around the championship you look at his his results for the year his consistency uh podiums and the likes um he was he was immense in that area um and you know his attitude changed him openly talking about sort of a change in his philosophy uh about how he was going to go about racing this season and um he was a bit of a different guy um uh, t- sometimes it takes a long time to learn things and clearly he's still learning learning things and he he approached the championship in a in a bit of a different way uh, this season, and and it and it paid off. It sounds like his his wife is uh, very much um, someone that uh, believes in him and gives him a lot of a lot of a lot of push and gives him a lot of confidence. And this year, you know, he really did um, uh, you know mention her a lot on on how she's driven him to to uh, achieve this championship this year. So you know, it doesn't matter how you get it done. It's uh, at the end of the day, it still is about. Uh, a winning championship and being consistent. We've always talked about Scott Dixon being consistent, but you talk about the numbers, Murph. Twelve top five finishes, thirteen top ten finishes. Although Scott Dixon had mm. fifteen top ten finishes, so it's those. It must be the numbers in those twelve top fives, which were three clear of the nearest, which was Scott Dixon over a season where the points and five pole positions made the difference as well. Because those those one or two points with the the poles certainly help. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it is. I mean, uh, the the points you've got to work to the point structure and the point system that you've got available to you. And, you know, the IndyCar one is, is interesting the way they they obviously throw in points for different things, and and they count at the end of the day. They just goes to show how important they are. What impressed you about the IndyCar series this year? Anyone stand out? Uh, a couple of well, yeah, there were a couple of stands out. I mean, um, we remember we 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 kicked off the season. Uh, with um, you know, fresh out of being rookie status, Scott McLaughlin putting it on pole and winning winning his first race. Mm. I mean, that was just a statement and a half, and and um, just goes to sh- went to show how much work and effort and uh, you know uh, how committed he was before the season started and the finish of of twenty twenty one. How committed he was to to making those changes and improvements um, that he knew he needed to uh, you know to take it to the next level, and he did that. And I just thought that was incredible absolutely incredible you know remember he just only just missed out on winning the second race of the year um his teammate got him on the last lap on the run to the line too so you know phenomenal uh joseph newgarden was was the comeback kid he came from behind to uh you know after a string of bad ones to to fight for that championship penske were obviously pretty dominant as a team um you know and but there were some other standouts you know i i'm disappointment of colton herder and the big chat and the talk and you know he was talked up in such a big way and you know, um, talk about uh, him going to um, Formula One, all this kind of stuff too, and and um, it was just fizzle, bit of fizzle. You know, really didn't uh, put that together as well as he could. I think he is actually a very good race car driver. We've talked about him needing to not be involved with his old man or having his old man um, on the radio and and talking to him. And I think um, that's a common a common thought amongst the IndyCar paddock. So maybe that will change for next year, and he'll he'll actually improve. How close do you think Scott McLaughlin goes to winning next year? He's been talked up as a, uh, he's been talked up as as the man. Yeah, rightly so. Um, I think um, that's what he wants too. He wants to be seen as a championship contender. That's what it's all about. That's what he's paid to do. And and I think he's um, he's got the goods and would have come off you know uh, last or this season um, with with so much confidence to take through to next year and and the workload that I'm sure he is going to be putting in when he gets back over there to. Um, prepare for the season obviously also doing the Daytona 24 hour with Joseph Newgarden and an LMP2 car um, so he's, he's starting to spread his wings a little bit in a few other few other uh, categories also which is only only going to be good for him. Formula One is back on Sky next year we're both pretty wrapped about that one considering it, we, we can make it part of Sky speed but did Formula One turn you on at all this season? Not as much as I hoped it would with the new cars I think the beginning of the season was very exciting with the new car as they learnt about it right Hmm. Um, you know, especially uh, what I didn't like was um, people forgetting about you know where they'd been and what they'd done in their success, namely Lewis Hamilton, and his, how you know how how he wanted everyone to feel sorry for him that he was um, you know not winning everything by country mile like he'd got used to. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, but there wasn't the battle that we had in, in 2021 between Max and Lewis. You know, and and the the most incredible storyline that uh, played out in Formula One, which you know dragged more and more fans into watching it in 2022, um, but it didn't quite deliver. You know, championship was done and dusted um, before the end of the season with Max Verstappen. Um, uh, the new cars were were interesting, uh, but probably didn't give us as much as we had hoped for in respect to close racing. There's still a, a big difference between the teams and their performance. Um, so we'll have to see how that uh, transitions through to 2023. Uh, Red Bull getting their little penalty for uh, breaching the cost cap. That was entertaining, I suppose. 
Um, and it was interesting finish with Max and his teammate uh, Chico Perez, uh, <laughs> yeah. with Max, uh, controlling, control, clearly controlling that team and doing whatever he wants when he wants, and and no one seems to be able to uh, stop him in that respect. So there were some interesting lines, uh, storylines for sure. But um, the, we want the racing to be better. Uh, we want it more, to be more competitive. And, um, but Max is a standout, and there's no question about that. And I think uh, Lewis is still an incredible race car driver, regardless of you know what I think about him as a as a personality. He's still absolutely brilliant. And Mercedes started to get their act together at the end of end of 23. So I think um, the competition um, will be stronger in 2023. Um, and Ferrari have uh, had some big changes in management, Heavenly and just. big structure changes, which. I think this time they definitely needed it. Uh, the errors and mistakes that they made in, uh, this season were just embarrassing. They're just nothing short of of, of um, really amateur. Potentially cost Leclerc a, a title hunt, a real title charge. Oh, absolutely. There was so many mistakes, so many errors, so many failures. Uh, uh, strategy, bad strategy calls. Um, they just they ruined their own season themselves, which uh, which was. Um, yeah, disappointing because it took away took away a challenge that we were we were very much hoping for. Okay, and finally, SVG was the most dominant driver on the planet, basically, as far as we were concerned. If you if you if you if your planet is uh, supercars, WRC, sprint cars, or anything else, he's been named in the top ten as number ten of the top fifty drivers in the world by Autosport magazine. Uh, Mitch Evans, by the way, is twelve. Yeah, yeah, Mitch. Well, Mitch Evans twelfth. That I found that That's interesting. That's great. Couple of Kiwis. Couple of Kiwis but, up there. Um, couple of Kiwis in there, but uh, um, I, you know, I, I, you know, they go through, a, a, you know, I suppose a, a, a well-designed um, process to come up with that, and I'm sure it's um, you know do, dominated by Formula One in many respects. Yeah. But good on good on Shane for being in the top ten there with Autosport. He, you know, I'm sure there was um, uh, very easily he could have been further up the up the picking order. Yeah. Uh, depending on, I suppose, how it was done, but um, you know that is that is still saying something. Top fifty drivers in the world need number ten. Um, <laughs> it's it's you know, it's, it's all right, mate. I mean, we we have yeah. a Ford Chevrolet battle in twenty twenty three. Are you genuinely excited about coupes running around like they used to do in supercars when it wasn't supercars, but the Australian Touring Car Championship? Well, they are proper. They are proper muscle cars. They are proper muscle cars, you know. And and um, they used to have been through some challenges, supercars in twenty twenty two, with the Gen three and getting it ready. And and the teams are going to be under the pump to to get them up and going for the beginning of the season at Newcastle in March. Um, but um, you know, there's there's a lot to look forward to in that respect. A massive amount to look forward to, uh, because they they. You know, we we need some change. We need consistent change, and and we've got a, a big one coming through. And and it and it means everyone starts again. Everyone is going to start again. So um, that opens up the chance for uh, some of the the lesser teams to to actually stake a bit of a claim early on. But when you're up against Shane Van Gisbergen, it doesn't matter which car he's got, you could probably still win races on three wheels. She probably has one race on three wheels. Um, <laughs> So you know that's that's the challenge that you've got to actually beat is his his, his strength and his um, mental capacity um, and uh, on top of his ability. So there's there's a there's a lot to lot to try and get on top of in 23 for everyone anyone that wants to beat um, Shane Van Gisbergen. Was your personal highlight going back to the mountain for one last time? Personal, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, sort of unexpected um, highlight, really. I mean, it, it was always going to be. Um, uh, you know, a, a pretty pretty big moment, but to 
have it be as successful as what it was and, and come away feeling the way I did was, uh, was yeah, not something that I, I did think was going to happen. Getting on the wakeboard this summer? Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Um, if the weather clears up and, um, and everything, um, we, we'll do a bit of that, head to Taupo and, and uh, spend a few days there mucking around. Uh, got a bit of other stuff on though too. So yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I think yeah, we're going to bump into all disappear pretty quick. I think we're going to bump into each other at some stage during the uh, Super Sprint series, aren't yeah. we? Down at Highlands, we'll be down at Highlands for the first round of the Toyota Racing Series and, and the Toyota 86 Series and, and everything else as well. So um, yeah, there's some, there's some real positivity around the New Zealand uh, motorsport scene uh, for uh, 23. So uh, you know, great job to a lot of people for um, the effort they've put in and looking forward to it. All right, mate, you Mons and the kids, have, have a great Christmas. Be safe and I'll, I'll catch you in the you new too, buddy, mate. all right? Good on you, pal. See you soon. Thanks, Thank mate. You. Appreciate it, mate. That's uh, Greg Murphy uh, telling us, uh, giving his thoughts on the motorsport year and what we can look forward to. It's 3.22.